You know what some people can't take? What's that? Losing, Sam. Some people can't take losing. I'm sure you're having a hard issue dealing with that this week, since you understand what it's like. It's not easy. You know, I'm uh, I'm reminded of the immortal words of LMAFO. Shot, 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 Hello and welcome to the Drunker United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English premiere as told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the humbled Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing today? Uh, not humbled, I'll tell you that. Okay, well. Uh, I've never once stopped talking shit, and I don't see this as a reason why I should start okay. uh, stopping. Okay, well, you know, it's the, the, stars, the stars are aligned, the, it's a beautiful night. I woke up this morning. It is and I, a beautiful night. I, I heard I heard birds singing and chirping, and the sun was a little brighter. And you know what? My breakfast tasted just a little bit sweeter this morning. I'm sure it did. Knowing knowing what's going to come of you. I'm sure it did. We are recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, which a lot of you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Most importantly, share with your friends. Should you want to get uh, get in touch and chat with us, there's many ways you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Sure, on all the social media. Medias. We're at DU Football Show uh, and then DU Football Show at gmail.com. So uh, slide into the DMs, shoot us some emails, uh, get in touch. We always answer and love talking during matches and stuff as well. Or you can just create a show related Twitter handle like Big Sam's Bottle of Malort at B Malort. That's on Twitter, at B Malord. So uh, definitely give that a follow. I love it. Listeners are even coming up with... Uh, with uh, Twitter handles. Twitter handles. That's fabulous. That's pretty good. Um, Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry and both have a deep, passionate love for distilled spirit. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Sammy, let's keep the G&T train rolling. I'm in for that. Um, so we have Bar Hill Gin from Hardwick, Vermont. Um, comes in at 90 proof, uh, actually only uses two ingredients. Um, it's a corn-based mash bill, and the two ingredients they use to make the gin are juniper, uh, which is mandatory, and again, yep. no other um, botanical is mandatory except for juniper. Only juniper. Uh, so they just use the juniper, and then they finish it with raw natural honey. So fun fact, the owner of this brand uh, is an avid beekeeper. Um, which was kind of the inspiration for the gin. Uh, former owner, he's since sold. But. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Um, but everybody there still has a pretty big love for, for, for bees. bees. Yeah, I mean, most people should have a love for bees, seeing it's that's how most of our vegetation gets grown with bees Precisely. pollinating it and everything else. Stop killing bees. Um, anyway, it comes in at uh, $30.99 to $34.99 on the shelf, um, and we are drinking that with the Fever Tree Mediterranean Tonic Water. Yes, uh, so Mediterranean tonic is different from a regular tonic water. It has um, rosemary and Sicilian lemon peel to it. That's really nice and just uh, nice and crisp. Uh, still has the quinine, but not as crazy. Uh, this gin in particular, you hear that it's just juniper and honey, and you expect it to be a juniper bomb, and it's not. It's it's a lovely, <laughs> pardon me, lovely refreshing gin. Got a little something in the throat there. <laughs> but the way it sounded was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sam oh. loves his G&Ts <laughs> oh, oh baby duck don't worry We got a whole night ahead of us Yeah we do Hey baby duck Prepare, prepare to be wooed <laughs> Oh man this is going to be a great night 
Graham doesn't know the movie. No, he doesn't. I don't, but it, every, all those noises you're making sounds like I'm going to get raped in here <laughs> if I drop the soap. Well, what a quinky dinky. It's from the movie Let's Go to Prison. Oh, great. <laughs> all right. Well, this is a, a lovely gin, and uh, Bar Hill does a lot for uh, bee conservation in the United States, including uh, in the third week of September, they do Bee's Knees Week, which Bee's Knees is also a great little cocktail. Uh, honey syrup and water, and then fresh lemon juice, and a little bit of gin and it's fantastic yeah i've had a bee's knees uh they are awesome yep so uh let's have a great show sammy yes let's have a great show let's have a great show yeah you got to get your way over to me sammy for that tap you know yeah i know sorry let's feel very far away again yeah, you do i think i need to so readjust distant. my situation here <clears throat> All right, so we're going to do the midweek games in a second, but uh, sometimes the story is bigger than the game. Leicester City 4, Huddersfield Town 1. Um, we'll, we'll talk about what Leicester did in a second, but uh, young Miss Bella was in attendance and uh, got to walk out on the pitch with her favorite player, Aaron Moy. Moy. Yeah, it was great. We knew she was going to be there. They made a big deal about it, uh, which is cool in and of itself. Um, as a you know, a personal guest of the club and of Aaron Moy. Um, but she was actually made one of the mascots. So she was able to hold his hand as they walked to the pitch and um, lovely to see her hair starting to grow back as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, but very cool. And uh, fuck everything else that happened during the game. Aaron Moy scored a penalty and I'm sure <laughs> sent that little girl through the roof, <laughs> that, uh, which is amazing. She jumped up, hands in the air, jumping up and down, grabbing at her dad, just losing her Mind. Yeah, it was wonderful. That was uh, um, if 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 your eyes weren't uh, a little wet, a little watching, sweaty, yeah. watching that, watching all of that, watching her walk out, and then watching him score a goal. I'm sorry, you do not have a soul. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent Um, other than that, uh, I mean, Huddersfield showed a little bit more fight than usual. Um, actually had a few uh, shots on target. Yeah. Uh, Casper Smichel had an amazing save. Mm. Um. Did he? Yeah, as he was falling away, uh, believed to his left, threw out his right palm and and got a hand to a uh, to a good header. Um, But other than that, uh, young Telemans for um, for Leicester, (laughs) Vardy two times, and then a sublime James Madison free kick Mm. uh, were the four. And um, it would, I mean, again, like I said, none of that's going to matter to young Bella. All she was worried about was Aaron Moy and and being there, and it looked like she had a great time. Which is good because no other Huddersfield supporter there did. No, 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 they did not. <laughs> no, no, they did yeah, not. They are going. Uh, they are going down with a whimper. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and, and it's it's kind of a shame to see after they were one of the fairy tale stories from last season. Well, they played with so much fight last season. I mean, they were they were a big physical knock you around team, and they've just kind of become a shell of that. But again, yeah. again, the story is much bigger than the game itself. Um, obviously, Leicester is rolling. They're now in seventh place. Uh, they've ba- they've uh, leapfrogged uh, both Wolverhampton and uh, Watford. Yep. And uh, Everton's right behind them, so it's uh, it's actually tightening it up. It's only a one point difference yeah, between absolutely. three teams at hey, seventh place. And Arsenal's got a fair few away games in this last little stretch, so we might be uh, dragging ourselves right into it too. <laughs> oh, I heard sixth place might be in play. Wonderful. Um, yeah, well, between you guys and Chelsea, well, even though Chelsea's gotten a couple of wins here recently, so but still up to third now. Yeah, how about that? Oh. Um, Foxes are rolling. They're doing well. They seem to be responding to uh, to, to uh, Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, that's yeah. they're there, and it seems like um, you know Vardy's got the right coach again. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think he just understands the the identity of the club, um, and really his Liverpool team played in a, a, a very similar vein. Very similar. Um, with that kind of counterattacking style, when he had Suarez and uh, um, was it Fernando Torres uh, run around up front, or no, Torres was well gone by then. What's his name? The guy that's always hurt, Dana Sturridge. Sturridge. Um, the two of them lighten it up for a couple of seasons uh, in that in that kind of counterattacking way. Um, so it's a, a system he's familiar with, and it's it seems to be working. And that that's what Leicester was lacking was that identity yeah. um, under Claude Puel. So um, I think they're going to be fine. I think next season you'll see them, you know, a little bit more stable, a little bit more consistent. Um, and again, you never know what's going to happen after the tragedy they suffered earlier in the season. I mean, we went over that, yeah. you know, a multitude of times. So, yeah. um, he started, he, you know, settled the ship and, and, and righted the path there. So, and, uh, more importantly, uh, Bella young lady, I know you're not going to listen to our show cause we say a lot of naughty words, but <laughs> you, you get yourself healthy and strong and recover and, and beat that stupid fucking cancer. Okay, girl. All right. Now on to the midweek, Sammy. Watford 4, Fulham 1, Wolves 2, Man United 1, Chelsea 3, Brighton 0. Spurs open up their new stadium, 2-0 over Palace. Funny joke about that. And Man City 2, <laughs> Cardiff 2. Uh, we now have, Sam, two teams officially relegated as Fulham's loss sends them down. Sees them go out of the Premier League. Absolutely right. They look to be putting up a fight also uh, for their survival. They conceded uh, early from a decent Decore strike. Um, they just kind of backed off of him, backed off of him, invited him to shoot, and he found the far corner. Uh, it was, you know, kind of weak, to be honest. But then Fulham got themselves right back in it, came up and equalized through Ryan Babel um, uh, with a great little run and, and uh, dink around the goalkeeper. Um, they had more of the ball overall, and they actually equaled shots on targets for Watford as they both had seven. Um, but Babel's sole strike was the only thing that they could muster. Um, what a goal from Will Hughes. Ooh, Stand yeah. up and be counted, son. <laughs> Scorcher from outside. Oh, yeah, full volley. Just boomtown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It was> awesome. <laughs> um, and then Troy Deeney got the second. Uh, uh no, Troy Dini got the third, I'm sorry, um, after good work from Gray. Uh, and then Femenia uh, with the final goal. And again, Fulham just, after after they conceded that Will Hughes goal, just you saw heads drop a bit. And I mean, they kept trying, but nothing, you never really thought it was any real danger, to be honest. Everybody will want to say Man United and Jose Mourinho was the, was the big disappointment of this season. No. The biggest disappointment of this season is Fulham Football Club, who spent what a hundred million, hundred million pounds, hundred million yeah. pound on bringing up, uh, getting players to put this team together, and in a whimper, in almost just as fast. I mean, basically the first weekend of April instead of the end of March are being sent back down. Yep, exactly. It was and it's bad. Their, their owner owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, so. I mean, he's got two shit football clubs to his name. Yeah, so much. You know what? Last last season, they both did really well. Fulham came in second and got all got up. Uh, Jacksonville made it all the way to the AFC chit title game. Yeah. And this year, they both sucked balls. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So um, Wolves play up to competition again. 
another another uh, win. They had a lot of help from United though with uh, Ashley Young's red card. Yeah, as I say, the ten man side yeah. of uh, Man U, there wasn't much they could do, and it was a bit <laughs> fortunate the uh, the Chris Smalling own goal. Um, mm-hmm. It was just Jimenez in in the way causing problems. Um, excuse me, and uh, David De Gea and Chris Smalling kind of both were in last ditch mode and. Got in each other's way and tripped and fell and it was just it was that's going to happen. To be honest, that, that, that's going to happen in front of the net from time to time. Yeah, I mean, even, it's just one of even, those stupid even things. Even world class players are going to have that yep. that mess up in front of the net. Yeah, for sure. It's just one of those things. But um, it was a pretty even game. Um, Wolves only had the two shots on target. United only mustered three. Mm-hmm. Wolves scored with both of theirs. So there there wasn't a lot to take from it um, in this one. It was just a, a really stupid. It's two yellows for Ashley Young in uh, in the span of maybe five minutes. The uh, Fred uh, experiment not working out so well. No, now, is it? <laughs> that first goal was solely his fault. <laughs> it was a terrible giveaway. Yep. Uh, nobody around him just turned his head, took his eye off the ball, took a very loose touch, and uh, Diogo Jota. Uh, no, it was somebody. Jota, no, Jota somebody who stole it, made the pass, ran into oh, space, and then ran got into the ball space. Back. Yeah, so it was Jota that stole it. Was it was Jota. It was all Jota. Absolutely ridiculous from Fred. Um, you know, check your shoulder, come back, and keep your eye on the goddamn ball. You're getting the ball. It's not that hard. You're getting the ball 25 yards out on the ground on a goal kick. You have to assume somebody's, somebody's bearing on your down back. on you. Yeah, you have to but assume just, that. But he, he wasn't. Yeah, he just, a, there's like la da da da. And that was it. Go just out. having a lovely day out, just a little stroll. So uh, Chelsea woke the fuck up. Yeah, uh, apparently. Um, I don't know if it was them really, or if it was Brighton was that bad. Um, but Hudson Adoy finally playing for Chelsea, um, mm-hmm. which is nice to see after calls for him all season, essentially. Um, Giroud, who I think should be in the team, got the first goal. Uh, Hazard with the second. Finally, finally a goal for Giroud. I know. Oh, hey, so that, he scored for France twice yeah. uh, during the international break. Yeah, it's, he's he's too good too good of a player to go on this long of a draft. Yeah, absolutely. He really there's, is a great there's quality talk striker. Of him, um, the big rumor right now is him going to Lyon, I think. Uh and heading up their attack potentially. Move move back to France might be good. And, yeah, and he's getting older. I mean, and, he's, he's in his thirties now. And and that league um, tends to allow a lot of scoring. It's not a overly defensive league. Yeah, you know, for the most well, by it's, PSG. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> a lot it's of also, scoring by PSG. It's also an exceptionally top-heavy league, you know, because yeah. after PSG, it's like you know, it's Marseille, it's Lyon, it's just a handful of teams, yep. and then Saint and then it's, and then yeah. it's everybody else. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, although I think a fourth tier side, man, no, Strasbourg won the uh, Coupe de France. Oh, really? Yep. Very cool. Yep. So there you go. Um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it was basically a training game. There was there was nothing <laughs> going on, and uh, the one goal that that really caught the eye was Ruben Loftus Cheek. Uh, a a wonderful little finish to the top right corner. Yeah, it was. Um, just looked up, picked a spot, saw where the keeper was, and did not miss. It was like a sniper. Yeah, although, and we'll get to it at the end, we'll talk about the FA Cup a little bit. Jerry Delafeu's little loft up into the top oh, corner. That man. That is hands down the goal man. of the weekend. That was awesome. Oh my God, that, that was, was awesome. so sick. What's, what's nice is it was in a different competition. Yeah. So we can have two, an FA Cup goal of the weekend and a Premier League goal yeah. of the weekend. And I think uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek was only bettered by Will Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know? But um, Brighton in real trouble now. Now, yeah, fortunately, but they do play Cardiff. Precisely, what you're about to say. Yeah, yeah. They, they play Cardiff. So beat Cardiff, and you're no longer in trouble. Exactly. 
And I think they even get Cardiff at home. I'm not positive. I think that's right, but yeah. I, yeah. Cardiff, Cardiff is basically on their last leg now, and it really comes down to two matches, and it's two matches that I think they're going to lose. They have Brighton and they and have Burnley, Burnley, and I think yep. both of those guys are winning. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that, especially the form Burnley finds themselves back in now. Uh, so uh, Spurs open up the uh, brand new stadium. All right, ready for this? Uh, beating Palace two nil. Go ahead, Sammy. This, I'll is, just... this is the only joy I get for the rest of the day. <laughs> yes, please. All the rest of this is just build up to my shot of Malort. <laughs> um, so Spurs were. I like to call that foreplay. <laughs> Spurs were uh, much the better team um, in the first game at their new house there. Uh, from above, though, which I loved, they had all the. The sky picks looking down at it from like a helicopter or something mm-hmm. looks like a toilet bowl. <laughs> uh, so that was brilliant. And then when the fire, um, when the fireworks went off, they had a picture of it. It looked like you just dropped a log uh, that our friend John sent us. Uh, the picture on Facebook. Yep. It looks like you just dropped a big log and the water was splashing up back to hitch in the <laughs> ass. It's fantastic. Um, and it's also a good thing they added those extra seats because just fifty nine thousand two hundred nineteen people filed into a stadium that holds sixty two thousand. Um, to watch their very first game at their new home. Arsenal against Newcastle on Monday of last week drew 59,869. So we had a full 600, or 750, 650 more people than they did at their game. Aww. Good thing they built those extra seats to get one over on us. Yes, exactly. Uh, and there was also a lot of fun trolling because they put a commemorative little plaque thing on the floor mm-hmm. um, where the center spot of the old... Uh, White Hart Pitch line. was, yeah, yeah. where the, the center spot. Right. The exact spot that when Arsenal lifted the trophy there in 2004, I'm sorry, when we won the uh, title there in 2004, mm-hmm. Ashley Cole and Thierry Henry took the Premier League trophy and took a picture on the center spot. It's where they celebrated and set the trophy down on the center spot. So the big troll of the weekend was, thanks for commemorating our title win at your old home, <laughs> 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 which is brilliant. Um Anyway, uh, Spurs were kind of playing the occasion. They seemed nervous uh, for the opening exchanges. Um, had a couple of scares here or there, but Palace only mustered one shot on target. It wasn't. They didn't really have a lot going for them. <laughs> uh, couldn't really get a foothold in the game. And it was just a bunch of nervous energy from Spurs. But once Son broke the deadlock, it was all Spurs after that. It was all one-way traffic. That was totally an own goal. Oh yeah, absolutely. But they were I mean, they were never going to give it to anybody give else. You're not going to give it an own no. goal. It's going to it's good. Yeah. But yeah, it it absolutely redirected off of the defender, 100%. and that's why the keeper didn't say. Well, the it other thing is, I don't, I don't think that you could say that it goal. wasn't on target because yeah. if if I shoot on target and it deflects a little bit, <laughs> yeah, they still give the goal to the player that shot the ball. But I don't. Um, I don't whatever. The first the first goal at the new Whitehart Lane is not going to say it's not going to be OG next to it exactly. But after that, Christian Eriksen finished it off. Um, and took all three points. All in all, it was a lovely day out for Spurs. They didn't overdo the the opening ceremony for it. That you know, every by all accounts, it was very classy and well done, and didn't take over you know the game. Oh, it's it's a weeknight. People got to work the next day. I know, but they let they let the game be the opening. Right. You know, right. they did a couple of little things. Had a local school um, choir in to sing, uh, and they had uh, some opera guy i don't to be honest with you I don't know who he is but he's a tenor and they they let a a, a a rousing uh glory glory tottenham hotspur uh chant ring out in opera for some reason 
Um, um, but that you know, other than that, it was a lovely day out. Like I said, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl for uh, for old Tottenham there. Uh, Manchester City get the win, but not convincingly, and not not their goals are starting to dry up a little. Yeah, um, they did have seventy eight percent of the ball though. Yeah, so it, Cardiff didn't really offer much, <laughs> um, and the City also did strike the post four three times. Do you, uh, I think as well? Do you, do you think? Um, uh, and and um. Etheridge, the uh, goalie for Cardiff, made a couple of nice saves as well. A couple well. of really good saves. Um, do you think that perhaps Pep is just, you know, he's trying to conserve his boy strength knowing all the games that are going on? Yeah, I think so. If you get a lead, just sit on the lead and be done with it. You yeah, know? and just kind of play around them and don't ex- exert yourself exactly too Exactly what happened in the FA Cup this weekend, too. It's like, you know. Yep. They got like, that early goal and then just sat on it. <laughs> now, bright and Brighton threw everything at them. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that, that yeah, at, yeah, the at the end. end but yeah. yeah. So, so, but it was basically a training game. It was just a game of keep away. Cause, cause for concern for City uh, with you know, uh, uh, Walker getting hurt over the weekend. Delph already. Now hurt. he should have seen red. Kyle Walker. Yeah, should have seen red for his uh, his little headbutt thing. Or was that at the weekend game? I think that was the. Oh, that game. was against Brighton, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was that Brighton was against game. Brighton. Yeah, oh, it was so much football last week. It was fantastic. <laughs> so much. Had like uh, 13, 14 games, I think, all day. So it was fabulous. Um, but City cause for concern, or they're so. just doing what they need to do. They're just doing what they need to do. Um, I think they're <laughs> they're taking these games that they know they're going to win and kind of resting and relaxing in them in in inside the match. Be ready for the three games in a row with Spurs, really, and then yeah. be ready be ready for Leicester, who's going to be lively and has yep. beaten them. Palace, who's going to be lively right. and has and then, beaten them. Yeah, but and Palace, then is, their home form is dreadful. Yeah, um, but you have uh, also the uh, the uh, Manchester Derby coming up mm-hmm. as well. You know, in this in this title running, so we'll see what happens. Now on to the weekend, Sammy. Minus one very special game, and we'll get to that at the end. We have Whatever. Liverpool three, <laughs> Southampton one, Burnley three, Bournemouth one, Palace one, Newcastle zero, and what was quite possibly the ugliest game ever, and Chelsea two, West Ham nil. Or as I like to put it, whoa, whoa, West Ham, because I gave them two W's apparently on my typos <laughs> here on the show sheet as I look at it. Whoa, um, West Ham. So, Liverpool Southampton. Uh, that that scoreline is does not tell the game that was played. No, not at all. Um, much like you, you guys, uh, over the up until this weekend, mm-hmm. tale of two halves. Um, Southampton really was dominant uh, in the opening exchanges. Part of the problem was their chances fell to Shane Long, who with that goal has scored three in his last forty. <laughs> um, so. <coughs> Had yeah, they fallen to somebody else, they might have been you know two three nil up at that point. Somehow uh, but Shane didn't. Long keeps getting a job in the Premier League. I don't and know I how. Just don't know how. Yeah, me either. I mean, he works hard, but he's a forward that can't score goals. You know, you know, you know what? There, there's a place for for a forward that works hard. It's called the Championship. Yeah, exactly. It's the division below. He can Exa- go there. Exactly. Um, but he got the first one. Um, and really, like I said, Southampton should have been two three nil up uh, before Liverpool equalized. Uh, great goal for Naby Keita. Um, goalkeeper probably could have done better with it. I think he overcommitted too early. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Navi's first goal for the club, so good on him, and um, really started the comeback uh, because Southampton were well on top. Second half, Liverpool 
had much more going forward. I think they got a proper dressing down at uh, at halftime from the big scary German coach. Yep, and um, and came out pretty dominant in the second half. Um, Mo Salah finally breaking his goal drought with a lovely finish. Yeah, very selfish of him because I think it was Firmino running on his left. He should have passed the ball to, uh, and didn't. Um, decided to take it on himself and luckily scored. Um, he needed that. Yeah, hush. Did he need that for sure? Liverpool needed that. They oh yeah, need him big time. scoring. Absolutely. Um, and then finally at the end, it was great work from Firmino and Henderson was busting a gut to get into that penalty box. Um, and ended up with a tap in for his efforts uh, mm. on a great little pullback from Firmino. <coughs> um, all in all, you know, I, I didn't think it was any worry. I didn't think Southampton had the belief. You always felt like one nil wasn't going to be enough, right? And um, and when they couldn't finish those early chances, it was it was only a matter of time. Yeah, yeah, it, it felt like it. Yeah, for but, sure. But that, I mean, I'm sure that halftime speech was. Um, would you like to lose the Premier League title? Because you're about to. Yeah, today. That's probably right. exactly what the, the, the speech was. Yep. Because they came out a completely different team in the second half, which was similar to the the Spurs game where they dominated the first half and then they played awful in the second and somehow and, snuck a win. Yeah, got out with a win. Yeah. So, um, they're not going to be able to afford to do that this next weekend playing no, Chelsea. Chelsea will make them pay. Absolutely. Chelsea will go especially up two nothing form, on them, especially and, the form and Hazard's in. Yeah, they'll go up two nothing and they won't let them back in the game. Yep. They'll just slow it down to a screeching halt for sure. You know. <clears throat> so um, Burnley gives up a quick own goal, but then lights up the cherries at home. Go yeah. Burnley. What the heck was that? I don't know. It was crazy. <laughs> Ashley Barnes, like you said, had the own goal from a Bournemouth free kick, just headed it right to the back of his yeah. net. It was a wonderful finish. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, beautiful. Put it right in the corner. It was gorgeous. <laughs> um, just the wrong goal. Exactly. And then another uh, another free kick led to a Chris Woodheader, just barreled his way through the center of the box and rose higher than anybody else. Um, Ashley Westwood with a composed finish um, two minutes later. So Burnley were then back on top. Um, and then Ashley Barnes making up for his early mistake with a decent finish at the end. Uh, it was a very odd game with the Cherries being at home um, for them to look so disjointed and so just not not up to the races. It was well, weird. We we both picked draws, and I think we both picked draws for the same reason. We expected Burnley to get a point because Burnley needs a point, and they are a club that if they need they need to get points to stay up, they'll get the points they need against the teams yeah, they need to get absolutely. them against. But if this was going to be a turf more, I would have said Burnley win, no doubt about it. Right. But but at the Vitality, where the Cherries play so well, I figured it would be a really lively draw. That's what I really expected the game to turn out to be. And it was quite surprising to just see a rather lackluster effort out of the yeah, Cherries. Yeah, Bournemouth I mean, looked like a damp squid. Yeah, it's uh, as we've been saying, on beach time already, it seems like. Yep. Um, <clears throat> now going into it's funny because the, they live at a beach. Yes, they do. G- going into the ugliest uh, match of the weekend. Uh, th- uh, this was a football match. I didn't look like no, one. not at all. <laughs> Pal- Palace Palace wins one nothing on the tried and true. Uh, foul Saha in the box and let Milivojevic score a penalty. Yeah, because that apparently works out brilliantly. That is ten out of eleven this season and eighteen out of his last twenty. <laughs> Dude is. Basically automatic. automatic. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you remember the last time. I mean, they've stayed up a couple seasons now. But when Crystal Palace first got promoted in, in recent memory into the premiership, I think Andy Johnson uh, was their leading goal scorer. And Andy Johnson had, I think, 23 goals. Um, and I think 13 of them or something ridiculous was from the penalty spot. So they've been known to, to uh, let's say, get the rub of the green from the referees in their in their time. Oh, y- y- Yedlin, what are you doing? 
you you know if you put any body on if you put any kind of body onto Saha, he's, he's going, going to down. go down. Yep. And it's one thing to put your upper body onto him. You you know you a can't lot of swing times his leg like re- that. refs are going to put the whistle in the pocket and let it happen. But you come swinging through with your leg and you, you can't barely swipe his you leg barely like touched that. him, but you expect him to go down and you know what's yeah, going to happen. The call's going to come. It's going to come. I always hate when that dumb shit happens to Americans too. Mm-hmm. We're already looked at like we don't know what the hell we're doing. Yeah, and then and Yedlin's had such a good year too. I know. A few, a few, a few rockhead moments like his red card and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, some but. dumb stuff, but yeah. you know, he's still a young player. Um, but yeah, and that was literally the only talking point of the match. <laughs> Salomon Rondon had chance after chance that he completely screwed up. Uh, Miguel Amarone played very well again. I thought Matt Ritchie had a decent game. But other than that, I mean, Newcastle were just simply... I mean, both teams sucked. I, I don't want to say they were outplayed because they weren't. Both teams were terrible. Two two teams that are going to stay up. Yeah, it that's, was. That's all. It's two teams that are going to stay up. That, that the that game doesn't firmly, even matter. It was at firmly in tenth and eleventh place, uh, the last day of the season. <laughs> you know you're not going anywhere in Europe. You know you're not going down. It's just a lovely day out. Yeah, it'll be and it'll be a bunch of kids playing because if you're a star player, um, you're on the uh, bench doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, exactly. Reset the board to zero, by the way. Um, and then finally, uh, Chelsea uh, beating just a hapless West Ham two uh, 0 again. They could barely get out of their own half. West Ham. It was terrible. I, Kepa, Kepa had next to nothing to do. Um, but the the whole game was Chelsea. I mean, they they should have scored a, a few more as well, um, relatively easy. I think Iguain hit the post. Uh, I think there was a couple other chances that that flashed just wide. Um, Fabianski played well again, but we've said this time and time again with them. At some point, the dam's going to break if you keep letting the water hit it. You know, the water being the shots of the other team. Fabianski being the dam. <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> Fabianski has kept games a lot closer. Now, the yeah. start of the season, he was not performing well, and I was insanely critical of him because I felt he was making a lot of mistakes. But, you know, it, it, since since the start of the season, he has been their rock. Been definitely keeping him in matches. And uh, it's got to be frustrating for, for, for Hammer supporters that they're just not showing any effort at all. And yeah. They've got it's ridiculous. talent to be challenging for that seventh place spot. They're a good enough team to challenge Leicester, Everton, Wolverhampton, yeah, well, I'm and hoping, Watford. I'm hoping they turn it up next Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you'll need that. Not this coming weekend, the following weekend, the 20th. That's the game I'm going to while I'm in Europe. Yeah, against uh, Leicester, right? Mm-hmm. Very cool, Jamie man. fucking Vardy. That's going to be a lot of fun. Go watch Jamie fucking Vardy play and, yes. and go see the Hammers. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have – I, I we, we have tickets in the, in the home support because mm-hmm. um, they're less expensive. And you are going to be a proper young man, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You're going to chew with your mouth closed. You ain't going to say nothing bad. I'm not going to say a word. I'm wearing long sleeves so you, know you can't see my Arsenal tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to be quite quiet. Um, I learned they, I learned the words. I learned the words to Forever Blowing Bubbles. That a boy? So I can fake it for the opening couple minutes because, <laughs> yeah, West Ham will be ready to kill me. Uh, yes, they will. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely having a vodka Red Bull before I go in there just because I will see Jamie fucking Vardy in the flesh. And you got to be hopped up on vodka Red Bull, right? <laughs> I gotta be ready to go. Just remember, take that can from the bartender and slice it up into a shank and keep that in your pocket as you go into the stadium. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. So you can cut a That's bitch right. if you need to, right? <laughs> I gotta protect myself, man. Turn this shit off.
So, so there was one other game this weekend, Sam. No, there um, wasn't. There, there was one other game. Oh, well, I mean, your team didn't play a game. My <laughs> team did. That's exactly right. Boys and girls, the mighty Toffees of Goodison, Everton Football Club won. The stupid Gooners of London, nil. Sammy, how you doing over there, boy? How, oh, how, how we doing? Dreadful for my boys. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> dreadful for my boys. They didn't show any, um, any effort, any fight, any imagination, inventiveness. It was all, it was drab. It was terrible. We didn't need to score another goal because you sure as fuck weren't scoring one. Exactly. It was it was horrendous. Y'all bossed us all over the park. Um, we just weren't up for the game, and then Mustafi Mustafied. Mm-hmm. And that's all that needs to be said about Mus- him. Mus- Mustafi should have saw red for that. Uh, the the challenge, the challenge on uh, Calvin Lewin. It down doesn't the matter. Sideline. He does. He's the one that switched off for the goal. Yep. So, really. You're glad he stayed on the pitch. <laughs> thank, thank you. I'm. I'm. I'm well, that that happened. Well, the red card was Some, later. The late. Oh, okay. The red card was later. I say somebody else would have been marking. Uh, <laughs> would have um, been marking Big Phil uh, at one point. The. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you uh, just bring up the point of the complete lack of defending for the goal. Because okay, yeah, it was an illegal throw. It was. Um, some say that your whole, as long as any part of your back heel is still touching what would be the end line it's considered technically in i don't care it was an illegal throw the linesman should have caught it but that's not the greater problem the greater problem was the defending was 10 men who just looked at the ball as it went all the way across the goal back into the center to a guy wide open that tapped it into the back of the net how many times do you remember years ago how many times we were undone by rory delap's long throws at stoke yep they were our bogey team for a while because of that it's, it's ridiculous. What's yeah. the difference between a long throw and a corner? <clears throat> Why can you defend one set of things so good, but the other one you can't do anything about? Um, it's absolutely ridiculous. They had they showed no effort. They showed no fight except for the first 10 minutes of the second half, and then they promptly went right back into their shells. Mesut Ozil was largely anonymous. He did have a couple of cutting passes that Lacazette promptly got knocked off the ball on or fell over. Mm-hmm. Um Jagielka and, and Zuma, ooh, Zuma was just knocking people around. Yeah, knocking your whole people team around. Idrissa Gay, we need this screamed for Lucas Torreira. Oh yeah, and Idrissa Gay and uh, and Andres Gomez in the in, in the middle. Boss the midfield. I mean, they they bossed the entire field. It was ridiculous. It, it was their it was their ball the entire game. It was ridiculous. And, you know, and Arsenal has a has a history of doing this type of shit, especially away from home. Going to a bunch of second rate fucking players and playing their, you know, playing like shit. <laughs> I hear you, second they, rate players. And they second did it rate again. players beat you. <laughs> and they did it again. The second rate players beat you. That's what I'm saying. They did it again. Yeah. But we beat you earlier in the season. Yeah. Well, we, we beat we you spl- in this one. We split the Derby. Uh huh. The DU Football Show Derby uh, for the season has been split 1 1. What's important? What's important is I said we were going to win, and you said no way in hell. You told me I was delusional, and we fucking won. I'm Come still, on, son! I'm still up three games on you. you know uh-huh. That. It's only a matter of time, man. I'm going to catch you. I'm going to catch you. The uh, other other thing uh, worth <laughs> noting, uh, man of the match for Everton ended up being uh, Dominic Calvin-Lewin. Uh, he did a, a ton of thankless work. Just, he's... he's yeah. I, I got to assume it's... Silva's been very critical of younger players saying that they need to put in the harder work. The reason why they're not playing is they're not putting it in at the training ground and that there's a mentality that this team needs to have. And it looks like 
Calvin Lewin got that message loud and clear and has done nothing but work his tail off. Now, I'd like to see him get goals. Goals is ultimately what we right. base a striker on. No, but for sure. Back to goal, getting knocked around, putting out quick outlet passes to both Bernard and uh, Richarlison, and then chasing those central defenders the entire match. Yeah. Non-stop. He, he definitely made it difficult and gave everybody something to think about in that Arsenal back line, for sure. Um, it also helped that he had uh, the overlaps from Dean on the one side, um, and it also helped that Richarlison and Bernard were both doing the hard work down the flanks as well um, and kind of overloading Mustafi. I mean, they went down that left side a ton um, to kind of your left side, our right side, um, to kind of work Mustafi a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sad Kalazanach and Ainsley Maitland-Niles, uh, Maitland-Niles were both playing too high up the pitch, kind of stranded the back three. Uh, fairly frequently. Um, it just all around was not a good performance from the boys. Uh, and they couldn't, um, you know, if you're going to get up to pass me my Malort, the least you could do is not hit the goddamn microphone. Sorry I didn't pour, out, pour it off my dick. <laughs> if only your dick could reach the shot glass. We know yours can. All right, well, cheers. Thank you. And why did you do that shot, Sam? <sighs> Oh, that's right. You have that taste of awfulness in your mouth and can't concentrate currently. Because Arsenal lost. To, to, to who? Who'd Arsenal lose to? I don't know. The other team say from it. Liverpool. Say it. No, the other say other it. team from Liverpool. Say it. say it. Come on, big boys. Say what I want to hear. Everton, Everton. beat Arsenal. <laughs> God, that feels so good. <laughs> Go ahead and revel in it. It's time to tell you what little we know. It is prediction time. Both Sammy and I went uh, seven and four this week, so we're still sitting at the same spot, a three-game difference between uh, myself and Sam. Uh, We both got uh, the three games we disagreed on. We both got Manchester Wolves wrong. You said draw. I said man, you win. Uh, I got the Brighton-Chelsea game dead wrong. Yep. I, I just thought for some reason Brighton would want it more and pull off a surprise just because of how poorly uh, Chelsea had been playing. And then, of course, I got uh, uh, Everton over Arsenal, right? And you got that wrong. So, <clears throat> But one thing worth mentioning, I'm going to have to go through and start checking all the uh, weeks of scores because this is the second week in a row where you've picked two games spot on correct exactly with the right. scores. Yeah. So if this ends up being a tie, the tiebreaker is a lot closer than it used to be. In fact, you might even have the lead now, so I'll have to go back and yeah. research that. Um, <clears throat> so midweek game, no midweek games this week due to Champions League, uh, but we do have a Friday night light game. Uh, the Foxes welcome Newcastle. I'm going to go Foxes 2-1. to one. I've got 2-0 to Leicester. Definitely a win for him, though. Yeah. Saturday uh, gives us six matches. Spurs welcome Huddersfield in the early match. An easy 3-0 win for Tottenham. Same. 3-0. Midday actually gives us some great matches all about the bottom, all about the people trying to survive. Uh, Burnley welcome Cardiff. Uh, The Clarets are staying up, and they're going to win this one 2-0. And unfortunately, it looks like Cardiff is going down. I've got 2-1. I think Neil Warnock will give him a dressing down. this the rest of this week in the build up to that game and they're going to show something but it's not going to be enough no not not but burnley burnley knows exactly how to get out of tight situations like this yep uh now another one wolverhampton travel to southampton and uh the saints need it more and wolverhampton likes to play down to teams i'm going two to one southampton 
I have two one wolves. Um, I think they're going to want to avenge their FA Cup loss to Watford, and um, I think they're having Leicester overtake them into seventh. I think they're going to want to try to get into Europe uh, next season, <coughs> and, and, hope, and hope and hope that uh, Watford lose the FA Cup lose final. the FA Cup final. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, good. I, I thought that would might be one we'd uh, probably disagree on. Um, Brighton in a pseudo South Coast uh, derby. Welcome Bournemouth. Uh, Brighton, Brighton's going to get the point. It's going to be a one-one draw. I've got a one-one also. And then uh, Toffees go to Craven Cottage to face Fulham. I'm going. Three no Fulham. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I Just hear kidding. you. Just kidding. Oh, please pick that. <laughs> um, I'm going. I'm going three nil Everton, and Everton will now have. Five shutouts in their last six games. I've got two nil to your boys. Um, I just don't think after you take a two nil lead, I just think you'll be on cruise control. Right. I don't think just you'll see it out. Yeah, I just I don't think you'll press the issue. Um, but Fulham definitely doesn't have enough to to keep you out. Um, uh, for sure. The, the final match of the day has West Ham heading to Manchester United. Manchester United is going to avenge the spirit of old. Dear Jose Mourinho, the special one, and win three to one. I've got three one also. Oh, well, Sunday gives us two matches, and it's all about the top of the table. Manchester City head to Palace, who they lost to earlier this season. Not this time. I'm going two nil City. Ooh, I've got <laughs> um, now. This is kind of crazy because how shit Palace have looked <laughs> the last two times out. Okay. Uh, I've got 4-2. I think this is going to produce goals again. Okay. But uh, Palace is absolute shite at home. Um, And they're going to lose uh, 4-2. So same two-goal difference, but I think there's goals in this game. Excellent. So um, then we have Liverpool to host Chelsea in the thigh rubber of the weekend. Stevie G won't be there to do it. (laughs) So it'll just have to be the metaphorical slip. As Chelsea wins two to one, knocks Liverpool out of the top spot. I've got a Liverpool two one. I'm still not super convinced by Chelsea. I mean, you got to think their their wins this week have been over Brighton and Cardiff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, Brighton and West Ham, Cardiff and West Ham. Yes, Cardiff, Cardiff and West, West Ham. Ham. Sorry, um, Brighton. No, it was uh, it was Brighton and West Ham, and it was Cardiff the week before. Correct. Okay, there, there we go. And, Admin, so not our strong shit. suit. There's so much shit floating around in my head. It's not even funny. Um, I don't know how much you can still, how much you can say that that was a test for them. Now, granted, you got Eden Hazard scoring again. You've got some chance. You know, you've created chances. You've you've taken some of those chances. You're back in the Champions League spot, right? They, it's an they opportunity may... to ruin somebody's title run. Correct. They may have garnered at least a little bit of confidence from that. I think they're going to be up for this so, game. We'll see. I think Liverpool is too, though. I, I think Liverpool got the swift kick in the ass they needed at halftime against Southampton. I, if Liverpool and comes if they out come through, passing it, but if they come through all. with a great performance this week, I think they play on Wednesday mm-hmm. in the Champions League. Yeah. If they come out with a solid performance in the <sighs> Champions League, well, Porto at home, they should beat the shit out of Porto. It shouldn't be a problem. Home. So I think they're going to be fine at the weekend. I really do. I think it's going to be dodgy, but I think they're going to be fine at the end of the day. Good. Well, there's uh, two differences for us there for me to get uh, within just one game of you. So I'm happy with that. Or me to grow to five. And then. uh, Which is what's going to (laughs) happen. And then finally, (laughs) 
<laughs> I like how you just brushed me off like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, because you are. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, finally, we uh, we have a Monday night football as Watford welcome Arsenal. Uh, Watford has one cup on the uh, one eye on the FA Cup. That's that's all there is to it. So the rest of the season, it's going to be hard to really gauge what kind of squad they're going to be because really, it's all going to be about winning the FA Cup, doing the impossible, beating Manchester City, and going on to the uh, to to be able to play in I Europe. Remember, Wigan did it a few years ago, beat City <laughs> as they got relegated in the FA Cup final. And Watford's a much different proposition to that. Um, now, City have won a couple of trophies since then, and have um and have uh you know that confidence and that belief in a new manager than than what it was at that point but it's a one off game at a neutral ground you never know what's going to happen um and i think this is where you guys are going to fix your uh, road woes i just have a feeling you are going to go take out a whole lot of frustration on watford i got a 3 3 to 1 to you boys it's very nice of you yeah i think you're just making up for all the shtick you gave me during uh during our segment <laughs> What I've got a, I've got a two on Arsenal win. Fat Drake <laughs> to get the goal for uh, for Watford. No, oh, just to make your world a worse place. <laughs> yeah, just to make it irritating. All right. Well, let's see how that finishes up for us. <laughs> All right. Uh, we didn't have any subs. I almost died. Uh, two other players on our team almost died. Yeah, I think um, you almost like legitimately <laughs> died. Yeah, it was close. Um, it's touch and go there for a minute. Uh, we um, held our own. Played for, a spirited match, all yeah. things considering. We held our own for the better part of the game. Uh, <laughs> and then in the four-minute, five-minute stretch, let in three, I think, in the second yeah. half. Uh, and gave them some distance. And I think the final was 6-1? Six, 6-3. Six, six, three. Yeah, we're yeah. down 3-1 at half and uh, and uh, lost 6-3. to three. Yeah. Uh, you guys played asses off. There wasn't really much more you could do beyond that. It was... I was, was so tough. tired. Missing, missing a couple of missing three starters. Yeah, yeah, three starters. So I was I just, so tired. It just it's tough to try to yep. to try to keep up. And three of those starters are ones that can run. <coughs> yeah, for a long period of time, yeah. longer than me. Oh, um, well, it was bad. At well, one point, it felt like we only had five on the field instead of six. Well, we start to get uh, uh, several players are coming back healthy now. So they'll all start to come back next week. But uh, you're going to take the week off because you're getting ready to head off to Scotland there, big boy. That's right. Um, so I will be in Scotland uh, with Hendrix Gin, as we talked about last <laughs> week, uh, and my lovely wife. Uh, we arrive in Glasgow on Friday morning. Saturday, I will be touring Parkhead. Uh, so I will see the first European Cup that a British team won uh, uh, with Celtic in 1967. Uh, be sure to down an entire bottle of Buckfast before you take the tour. Oh, I'm doing Buckfast. <laughs> I'm, I'm yes. getting in on it. I've also been told... You're bringing Buckfast home, I'm hope you? I'm hopefully going to be able to ship nice. a case back. Yeah, that's the plan. Uh, so, boys and girls, if you don't know what Buckfast is, it's uh, it was actually invented by monks, which is funny because it has a religious tie, <laughs> but it's actually like... It's kind of like Scotland and England's version of Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. It's cheap chemical wine with caffeine added to it, and it is yeah. Just, so it's like a mix between Boone's Farm and Four Loco. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is it is the the liquid form of crack in yeah. in, uh, um, in Scotland. So, so we're gonna one, get some. One of my friends in London, uh, who I met a guy Dominic. Um, I met uh, when I went over last September, September before last in 2017. Uh, nice dude, uh, Man United fan, and um, 
he had on his Instagram uh, stories that him and his friends were doing Buckfast uh, at a at a pub they were at. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna find him on uh, on Saturday after the West Ham match and um, excellent. Yeah, and I'm gonna get, try to find some Buckfast for get, me and the wife. Get right right proper drunk. Oh on yeah, Buckfast right before we leave. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but yeah, so I will be gone uh, for the next ten days, and um, Russ will be filling in for me uh, yep. here on the show. You'll still get my predictions. I'm going to email them to Sam. Uh, and so uh, we won't miss a beat with any of that. Now, yep. problem's going to be, eh, I should be able to get them to you that Sunday night, no problem. Yeah, you'll That way you have them. Yeah, so I have all the injury news updated and all that kind of crap yeah, as well. well. We'll be good to go. Yeah, I'm playing I'm St. Some... Andrews. I'm playing golf at St. Andrews. I know. Uh, the Castle course. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. Um, also going to play Turnberry. Mm-hmm. So I get two uh, open championship courses while I'm there. It's going to be a good time. Excellent. Uh, the wife gets a spa day. Drink a lot of really good gin. Oh, yeah. I'm going to drink a lot of really good scotch, too. Uh, a friend of mine told us about a restaurant in Edinburgh, uh, which we'll be at for three days. And um, Beautiful city, by the way. It's Beautiful called uh, The Devil's Advocate. Ah, excellent. And that bar apparently houses 300 scotches on their scotch list. Oh, you're going to get in trouble. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> I'm going to um, spend most of Sunday there, you I need, think. <laughs> you need to uh, take your uh, take your money out of, uh, uh, like, take your, you go take money out of an ATM, right? And then leave your credit card back at the hotel. Yeah. And just work off cash, because yeah. you will spend all of your money. On well, most place. of the cash that we have is uh, is going to betting on football again. <laughs> uh, and uh, don't forget to uh, go see our... Uh, all of our wonderful members of Train Spotting, all of their characters, yeah. their favorite team, the Hibs, baby. I know. Got to go down and see Hibernia. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to walk over to Hearts and the Hibs uh, yes. and just look. I'm not going to take the tours. I'm not going to subject my wife to that, but um, I will at least walk past their stadiums. Uh-huh. I think there's actually a Ladbrokes right outside of Hearts Stadium, so I can go bet on uh, bet on the old football. Hearts, Hearts was a lovely, lovely stadium, lovely little area, and and then there was Hibs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Let's, let's, let's just say it's. Uh, that, that, I can imagine a um uh, a sturdier part of town. <laughs> um, so a little bit more blue collar. Yes. Huh? So in lieu of uh, parting words, Sam, let's uh, get into. Well, the... I have parting words also. Okay. Well, and let's... they're important parting words. Okay. Very good. Well, let's get into the FA Cup semifinals that happened this weekend. Uh, first one, really uneventful. You had uh, Manchester City defeating Brighton one nil. Um, the only really big thing that came out of that is Aguero got hurt, uh, Walker got hurt. Yep. So there's got to be. And Walker concerned. should have seen red, as I alluded yeah. to before, when I got all everything <laughs> jumbled up in my head. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a very uneventful game. I mean, Brighton went for it to their credit. They at, at one point had four or five attackers on the pitch uh, towards the end of the game, um, and still held resolute enough to keep City out of the net. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the feeling, though, that City was, quote-unquote, holding on. Um, it was a very powerful Shane Duffy header that, as Ederson was falling, it looked like he got a little bit of a hand to it, enough to dampen it, and that Emmerich Laporte could come and clear it off the line. Yeah. Um, was was Brighton's big, big opportunity. Um, but uh, for City's goal, a delightful cross. Uh, and then a wonderful diving header from Gabby Jesus mm-hmm. uh, was was brilliant. And then Which he's si- gonna you need him scoring goals because he's gonna need to score some goals the next couple of weeks with Aguero. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it was good for his confidence, and it was it was you know a professional performance from City. I mean, there, there's no really other way to put it. 
They didn't, you know, extend themselves too, too much. They kind of saved themselves for the Champions League uh, in the upcoming week or two. It, it was a shit semifinal. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, it was it, a, it, it was especially in comparisons to what Watford and Wolves gave us. Wolves give us a two nil lead. What was it? The 80th minute, 79th minute, something like that. Yeah. When when Jerry, oh my God, Jerry! What a goal! I mean, what out, a goal! Outside of the goal box, about eleven yards out, just not an angle where he should have been able to put off a shot, and it wasn't even a shot. It was just this. Little roll over, t- roll over his foot with his right foot, and just, just it was just a little dinked. You could pick it up and carry it, and and with a ladder and stand on a ladder and put it in the upper nineties better than he did. And do you want to? Do you want to know what I wrote? Go ahead. Jared De La Feu with a cheeky goal, lovely stuff, chipping everyone from inside the area. He picked out a butthole sized hole, and he fit a football through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was the and 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 the beauty of a goal like that is the goal where everybody on the pitch is watching that ball going into the net. No fucking way. And there's no fucking nothing way. they could do about it. Yeah. Nothing they could do about it. The goalie's just going. That's exactly well, right. Well, fuck. That's going to be that's, brilliant. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to end up on a highlight reel. And 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 <laughs> that's the minute, exactly right. And the minute that happened, boom, it changes. Fortune goes. Uh, Watford's way, they get a penalty. Dini, I think it was a legit penalty as oh, well. I mean, it was a legit, legit yeah. penalty. But in that regards, that they get the the stroke of luck that happens, that you know a player fouls in the box and they oh, get the sure. penalty. And did you see what Dini, Dini said afterwards? He said, in a high pressure situation yeah. like that, he said, "I just put my head down and hit it as hard as I could." Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what yeah, you he do. almost ripped a hole in the back of the net. Yeah, if they <laughs> if the goalie is, sometimes you know what a, a shooter would be better suited to just put their head down. Know where they're going to go and kick it there and just bang as it yeah. hard as they can. One hundred percent. They know how to stay over to because if if they if they're not looking, if they just put their head down and take the shot, they're not going to put the ball over. Why? Because well, they're not going to be looking up in the air and their body's not going to be leaned back. So right, just hit the shit out of it. And if the keeper guessed the right way and the keeper saved it, good on you. But and you most, got a chance at the rebound at that point. <clears throat> but in most instances, when you rip the ball that freaking hard. And you're only even 12 if, yards away. Even if a goalie gets his hands on it, you see it go through his hands. Like yep. you can't Or it comes right back to you because he can't catch it. And then you have a tap-in because <laughs> he's laying on the ground. That was uh, Gilfie's penalty uh, exactly. a few weeks ago. Exactly. Same idea. Came right yep. back to him. He just tapped it just right tapped in. Just tapped it right in. No problem. Um, and then De La Feu again with the, the, uh, the run to the right side. Uh, another little streaky goal for him. Moments, um, moments of brilliance, f- just surrounded by tons of mediocrity. That was yeah. our our problem with him. He has all the talent in the world, but he just did. He, maybe he's better suited being a bench guy. Maybe maybe he's better suited being told, "No, you're not good enough to be in the starting yep. eleven. So he gets on the pitch and Ed, plays his ass off. Yeah, that was a masterstroke. Yeah, uh, from from the from the Watt for manager. That um, the other thing is, I hate Fat Drake. I hate City more than <laughs> Fat Drake. Um. And I love Sir Elton. Yeah. So for a day, You're rooting for on Watford. May 18th, I'm a Watford <clears throat> supporter. As as you and I are sitting in the infield of uh, Pimlico Raceway. That's right. Betting on ponies, smoking cigars, and drinking yeah. Black Eyed Susans. That's what we're doing. We will be... Uh, on well, my phone watching the FA Cup final, um, and hopefully... Watford gets to lift it. If Everton is in seventh place, I'm rooting for City. If Everton is not in seventh place, I'm rooting for Watford. It's that simple. There you go. That's really um, what it comes down to. I do want to 
uh, make a mention. I'm not going to use this as my closing words. Okay. Um, I decided I have more shit to say, Mel. Is that okay with you? He's going away I, for a week. He's all feisty. <laughs> I got to get it in now because I'm not going to be able to do anything yeah. uh, next week. So these are your pre-closing words? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so there, it happened at, at, at uh, a couple of different grounds over the weekend uh, again. Um, most notably to a couple of players, one of those being Fat Drake yeah. on yeah, this bullshit. Instagram. This is un- uncalled Where for. he now has turned <laughs> off his Instagram comments because of racial abuse. I'm getting tired of saying it. I'm getting tired of watching it. Like I said, my wife's black. This shit is fucking ridiculous. Football is for everybody. These men work hard. The women on the women's side of the game work hard every day to come and put out a product for you to entertain yourself on the weekend. Why do we have to attack these people personally? Why do we have to 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 be racist? Why do we have to to disrespect them and disrespect ourselves and disrespect our society in such a way that is is so egregious and ugly and stupid and fucking ridiculous that makes people feel ostracized, makes people feel that this game isn't for them. It's not right, and I'm getting sick and tired of it. I really am. I'd I'd like to see um those who think it's very easy to uh, drop N-bombs and say rude, arrogant shit, I'd like to see them get out from behind their computer screens, yep. go into a predominantly black neighborhood, and go say that to a bunch of the boys. Go see what fucking happens to you. See if you've got the balls to say it then. You're a bunch of cowards. Yep. You're, you're a bunch of cowards, and it's uncalled yep. for. You're hiding. You're hiding in the anonymity of the football stadium. In the terraces, and you're hiding behind your keyboards, you're a bunch of pussies that think ass backwards um, and really know nothing about life or or the game that we love. Um, and it's it's annoying to have to put up with you cunts. It really is. There's enough bullshit in this world that we have to deal with that the last thing we need to do is be fighting with fucking each other. Exactly. Because we look different. Fuck that. It's just stupid. It's it's ridiculous. I, I I'm I'm over it. I'm tired of talking about it, but I'm not gonna stop when it happens because you assholes need to be identified, you people need to be known and this conversation needs to continue to be had. <clears throat> so um, um in America this weekend there was a lot of ads for ending racism and they made sure every single team was represented with either a coach or a player talking about that there's no place for this in the game. And I'm sure for us as Americans kind of looking at it and going, you know, okay, you know, no, it's bad. It's real bad. And it's yep. uh, it, it it's on the same level of some of the things that we're dealing with when you look at uh, situations like uh, Charlottesville. It's 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 not good right now for yeah. sports. Yeah, I mean, is it really okay for somebody to throw a banana at a fucking black player? That's it, no, that's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's the most fucking ignorant thing in the world. It really is. It's 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 fucking awful. It's it's fucking awful. And all this guy is doing is scoring goals for you and bringing your fucking city joy, bringing your fucking sorry life joy. Yep. Shut the fuck up and clap your hands. Exactly. Oh. And I'm I'm a little nervous to to take my wife to the match. Yeah. While, while we're in London. Not that there's been problems at West Ham or anything. <laughs> I, I haven't heard of anything, but problems at Millwall right down the street. That's, you know, an issue that I 
I'm concerned about now, yeah. you know, that I that I have to worry about. And I will headbutt a motherfucker. So be ready, West Ham. I'm coming. I think it works to your advantage that your wife is a doppelganger from Meghan Markle. <laughs> that could help. Yeah, yeah, she she is definitely royal. I might actually dye my beard. You gotta have her wear the white jacket, the same uh, yeah. jacket that uh-huh. uh, that Megan wears that yeah. she I'm gonna yeah, wear this. a damn suit to the game. Yeah, they'll be they'll be too afraid. Like, is is that that, that, is, oh, that is that Ari? It could be. Is that it's Ari? Like, oh shit, Megan <laughs> yeah. stepping out on Ari. <laughs> so oh, the scandal uh, that, y'all will create. <laughs> That's right. We get the tabloids in on it. This will be great. Alrighty, well, no, but I, I that I am worried about a bit, and um, and I'm gonna be ready, you know, and I will shut it down. I will report it. I will tell people about it. Good. And you should be punished. Um. And I know punishments, you know, we, we've seen time and time again through society that the, the more people that are punished doesn't necessarily stop people from doing shit. Oh, there's a I lot of it. Twitter outrage out there I get in the it. world. And a lot of people a lot of people catch shit that they probably shouldn't catch shit yeah. for or catch shit for a, a, a period of time where the world was just different. And you know, I, it's what I, it is. And but. I get it. I'm not saying that the, that the end game is to just punish everybody because I know it doesn't always work. But – Something needs to be done now. Examples need to be made, and people need to be fucking kicked in the ass, and at least eradicate it from one part. And at that point, we follow that up with education. We follow that up with conversation. We follow that up with with people learning and and working alongside and being more of a community with everybody. You know what I mean? Yep. You feel me? Yes, I do. So, all right. I I love you, Sam. I'll get off the soapbox. I love you, too. <laughs> no worries. Thank you so much for joining us, boys and girls. So that was Sam's pre-closing remarks. Sam, anything else to add? Um, I thought you were going to say what you were going to say. That part I did read on your notes, and then I was going to say something else about oh, it. Oh, at the very end. Yeah, okay. that thing. Oh, my thing. Okay. Those well. will be my closing words this week. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, all right. Everybody have a nice week. <laughs> I'll see you in, in, in two weeks. Okay. So... Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us again, boys and girls, for Sam Graham. This is Sam Houston. Uh, Sam, have a wonderful time in in Scotland. Cheers, man. We, uh, like I said, we're going to have our friend Russ fill in. Hopefully, he does a uh, admirable job, but no one can replace you, my good friend. Oh, thanks, and, buddy. Especially um, not a Liverpool supporter. And, yes, yes. And uh, that's why, oh my God, tr- trust me, I want Chelsea to win so bad. I bet you do. So bad. I want Chelsea to win. So, um, but uh, we also might have um, our, our boy Rice might come and add his jackassery. Oh, to, you just want so. somebody to piss Russ off because oh, uh, Mike's Man United, isn't yeah. He? Well, just well, just that Mike likes to say jackass things constantly, and I he's, remember he's fabulous at it. So I remember he he brings he brings the, love. he brings the thunder. <laughs> yes, a particular night in Washington D.C. that we will all remember. <laughs> But, Somehow um, remember after uh, as much as we drank that but, day. But uh, finally, uh, the gentleman who uh, has uh, good, good uh, basically, let's face it, he's our brother. He's Sam and I's brother. Hi. Um, our boy Rob is uh, getting married this weekend. Hey, hey, congratulations. Just wanted to say congratulations, my brother. We love you, and uh, we are so very, very proud of you. Um, so till next week, everybody. Good night. If you're not drunk, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Get ready to get drunk, up. Let's do it. Ha ha. L-M-F-A-O. You know it. Let's go. Yeah. All of the alcoholics. Where you at? Let's go.
Sam's annoyed with hot dogs. I'm annoyed with the person that built the hot dog. <laughs>